Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Trampoline Hall podcast. I am Misha Globerman, and I am the host both of the podcast and of the Trampoline Hall live show that takes place in Toronto. Uh, the show takes place in Toronto, uh, usually in a bar, the Garrison. Uh, sometimes we go to other cities, uh, but that's usually where we are. The way the show works is uh, uh, someone gets up on stage, they give a lecture, uh, and then we take questions after. But the thing about the lecture is this. They may not speak on subjects about which they are professionally expert. It cannot be their job to know the thing. That's how it goes. Uh, here on the podcast, what we do is we go through our vast archives, and we pull out one lecture with the Q&A, and we zap it to you directly into your brain. By the way, if you like it and you're in Toronto, you should come check out the live show. Uh, it's a great show. Uh, if you want to find out when it is, you can go to our website, get on our mailing list, and we will let you know when the shows happen. But that that is the distant future. Let us talk now of now, right now, which is what we're about to do, is get on to this episode's lecture. And let me introduce that to you. The topic is Wales, and the speaker is Shannon Gerard. <laughs> You took the microphone. Oh, this is a fine one. No, I want this one. It's in the middle. Okay, so uh, I'm talking about whales, which are, let's face it, totally scary. I'm fucking terrified of whales. And to qualify this dread, I will relate to you an anecdote. I have experienced this phenomenon, which I am about to describe, two times in my life. And I call it the spontaneous fear barf, SFB. <laughs> the first time SFB happened in my life was about five minutes before my son was born. When I saw what was happening and thought, my body has a body. It's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Seems like, you know. In that circumstance, this is necessary and predictable response. The second time, though, was just watching television when this commercial came on for Nova Scotia. <laughs> so I'm watching TV, and there's like a helicopter shot, okay, of the ocean. You can see where I'm going with this anecdote. And on the ocean, there's a tiny boat. It's a kayak, and it has a man in it, one man in a tiny boat on a giant ocean. And from the helicopter in the commercial, you see a whale suddenly rise under the kayak and then crest beside the tiny man. <laughs> so gross. And everyone in the room was like, what the fuck? What's that? 
like, oh, spontaneous fear barf, SFP, you know. That happens to you, I'm sure. Okay, uh, audience, we will now participate in a visualization in which I attempt to conceptualize for you the dimension and the impact of my whale fear. So you can close your eyes if that helps you. What I want you to do is try to locate within your body the place where terror registers, okay? So try to feel in your body where it impacts you when you're really fucking scared of, you know, talking at Trampoline Hall, for example. Maybe it feels like a ball of clenched foil in your stomach. Or maybe you feel it kind of creeping up your spinal column. Maybe your teeth and your toenails ache. Once you find that spot, I want you to imagine getting punched as hard as possible in that spot. Like a hard gut punch to that spot. SFB. Okay, so vomit, fear, this leads me to whales. And the research, which I have not done, about whales. It was suggested to me that if I knew something more about the whale, you know, if I understood the universal contribution of this creature, it would be manageable. But I thought about that, and I realized the probable outcome of typing whale into Google, <laughs> which was seeing, like, thousands of motherfucking images of whales. I don't want to see that. And then, you know, that was my excuse. I, I don't need to know anything about whales. And someone pointed out to me that you can turn off the images on the internet. So I learned something new. In case you're afraid of something and you want to know information about it, you can go on the internet and turn the images off. So I used this trick to do exactly one bit of research about the whale. And all I read was a Google forum in which people, participants in this forum, were trying to determine if and why whales commit suicide. <laughs> it was totally weird, so I just read that, and then I was like, oh my god, people are weirder than me! And I didn't do any other research about whales. Because actually, what I care about when I think about whales, well, I don't really care about whales, is the idea of whale, right? I don't care about whale bodies, I don't want to see an image of a whale, I just need the idea. You know, So I wrote down some things that I associate with the idea of whale. Terror. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> Obsession. Power. And here is my favorite idea, whale idea. Unobtainium. In science fiction, the name given to any especially rare, costly, or physically impossible material needed for a given design. This will come back at the end of the lecture, cleverly. <laughs> what I don't fear about whales is the vastness of the whale. This is what I've determined. Because outer space is vast, right? Solitude, one of my favorite things, is vast. Our ancient sea, the prairie, is vast. <laughs> but vastness is a space that you can navigate, right? You can move through vastness. Not scary. What I fear about the whale is solidity. Because they're like basically giant fucking muscles. It's totally what they are. 
So solidity, number one thing that scares me about whales. Also blankness, right? Like a, a surface you can come up against. Very scary. Also on which you can project things, like your neuroses. <laughs> but here, okay, this was me preparing for this lecture. Just walking along the street and then saying, fuck you, Becky Johnson. <laughs> and then writing something madly in a notebook, sitting down at Trinity Bellwoods angrily, you know, and writing it in a notebook. So here's the best thing I wrote in the eight weeks in which I've been thinking about whales. No thanks to Becky. Uh, Whales are big. They're really big. Because they're so big, they are almost impossible to anthropomorphize. Right? We like aquatic creatures because they perform a version of our human flailing that we think is comical. Right? But whales don't do that. They're sad. They commit suicide. They don't do anything funny. They don't chatter. They don't flip their fins. They don't slide on the ice. And basically, they don't fall down. So they don't perform for me. <laughs> They don't perform for me any of my own failed human dignity. And I really need aquatic animals to do that. <laughs> and because they don't do that, they're almost 100% psychological. That's why they're scary. <laughs> so here's my conclusion about the whale. Whales are sheer refusal. It's good, right? I wrote that in Trinity Bellwoods after saying, fuck you, Becky Johnson. But like a puppet show. Fuck you, Becky Johnson. Okay, I'm going to close with a quote from D.H. Lawrence. <laughs> Sounds really smart. But it was popularized by James Tiberius Kirk. <laughs> they say the sea is cold, but the sea contains the hottest blood of all. And I need something to close my little episode, so... This is for Lauren Nurse, even though she's not here. Grrr, arg. <laughs> You're listening to the Trampoline Hall Podcast. I'm Misha Goldman. Up next, the Q&A. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Are you, are you okay now? Are you like from thinking about whales? Right. I'm still scared of whales, but I'm over my fear of trampoline hop. <laughs> <laughs> are there are there any any questions then? Um, yes, yes, you ma'am. I want to know more about the forum where whales, whether or not do they commit suicide? They do, do, do actually. Okay, I printed out my favorite quote from that forum. It's so amazing. Okay, this is from someone called Jazlyn. She's from Johannesburg, South Africa. 
Aw, that's really sad. I honestly have no idea why a whale would beach themselves, but that's terrible. Do you really think it would be intentional, though? There has to be some type of explanation for it. Are there any other animals that commit suicide besides for danger reasons? I've heard that eagles commit suicide, but I'm not sure if that's true. So does that answer your question definitively? Just type whale, yes. whale suicide into Google. That's, You'll find that was, it. That was my question, too, is like, how is that your first Google hit? Like, is that, oh. if you type whale into, into, into Google, will the first hit I yeah. get be about whale suicide? That's like yeah. the number one thing on the internet that whales do is concern people about their suicide? No, it's the number one thing you look up if you're afraid of them. Oh, if you're afraid of them, you're like, whale suicide, you're like, maybe yes. I'll look up whales, or maybe I'll kill myself. Uh, yeah, okay. like, this makes me want to stab myself in the eye okay. with a pen. I see, okay. Right. You don't use pens on the internet. <laughs> not, not anymore, yeah. Um, not yet, not yet. Uh, uh, oh, look, you, you're so far away. Yes, what's your question? Do you wish that whales didn't exist? That's an excellent question. No, because I need something to be really afraid of. I might as well be the whale. What about terrorists? What about terrorists? They, they, they... They're small, though, and they have human behaviors. They sometimes fall down. They fall down! Sometimes that's the point, right? They fall down and they blow up. Do you... <laughs> So better, so better to fear the whale than to fear the terror. To fear the terrorists. Ah, uh, yes, yes, you, sir. Yes, the gentleman over there. Will you physically? En- what do you mean by physically engage with a whale? No. Okay. The closest I came to physically engaging with a whale was trying for one night only to date someone named Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out. It really didn't work out because it no. made you. Well, it didn't work out because you never called me. Oh. No, and then I thought, you know, I should string this along for three days and three nights and then barf on him. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't call me back. (laughs) uh, Yes, you, you, ma'am, yes. Did anything start your fear of whales? What, did anything start your fear of whales? Like, was there an initial episode, Um, you mean? Yeah. Seeing a whale. (laughs) (laughs) When, when did you, when, when was that? The whales started it. Okay, was there like a specific a whale? Time. Like, was it like uh, you were in school and there was a whale who came to school and that <laughs> the whale was bad or something? Like, was it something like uh, that's not a you know? Was there like a particular whale instance? Instance? No, other than the SFB. Other than that one, that time watching it, were you afraid? But were you afraid of whales before you saw the whale on TV and yeah, it made you throw yeah. up? Yeah. So you I always would, had yeah. pre-existing. Oh, yeah. So just the first time you saw a whale, you were like, not for me. <laughs> I'm not calling that whale again, <laughs> ever. All right, okay. Uh, yes, you, sir, yes, in the back, yeah. When you said a whale is like a big giant muscle, do you mean like a, like a muscle? Like a, like a flexing muscle that can move. Yeah, not like things. a mollusk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for clarifying, yeah, though. It's always, it's always a, <laughs> that's so much easier if the lectures are written down because then things sound the same or spelled differently. Yes, Becky. Sure. Well, what does this anthropomorphized whale do? <laughs> yeah, see, it doesn't do anything wrong or funny, comical. They don't do anything you think funny. You could watch that? Would you be able to watch an anthropomorphic whale being oh. written by a person? Maybe. I watched Finding Nemo. You watched Finding Nemo? Is yeah. there a whale in that? I never saw yeah. it. Yeah. There's also a child in peril. <laughs> All right, so, oh, yes, you, sir. Yes, right in front. I'm dying to know what. What about the unobtain- unobtainium oh. that we were promised would recur near the end of the lecture and then, did, then didn't? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, just like, it's impossible to fit in your mind. You can't relate it to yourself. It's out there, and you need it to be out there, right? Everybody, you need an unobtainium. So you mean, you mean, you mean we can't think of a whale? I do not want to think about a whale. <laughs> okay, anything else? Anything else? Uh, yes, uh, yes, all the way in the back, yeah. How about mountains? Yeah, those are scary, but they're like spatial. You can climb a mountain, right? You could relate to it. You can touch it. But <laughs> no, I don't think of them like that at all. And then, so, but, but that's—I mean, just it's a curse. I'm so curious. Like, like there are other, like what, like Jupiter. Like when you think about mm -hmm. the planet Jupiter, does that kind of freak you out, or is that okay? Or no, because it's outer space. Right, uh, Great Wall of China. I'm not scared of that. Uh, elephant, elephant. We've, we've uh, elephants are fine. Uh, Walmart. <laughs> Unobtainium. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, we're zooming in. Uh, yes, yes, you, sir. Okay, two part. Um, so oh. I'm sorry. No, it's, I, it's my mistake, because normally at the beginning, I, I specifically tell people they can't ask two-part questions. But because I didn't do that today, you, you, get, a, you get to be the only one in the history of the entire all of Trampoline Hall. So thank you. So to be clear, have you ever seen a whale in real life? And second part, if your son, for his birthday, really wanted to go to the aquarium, <laughs> would you take him? Okay, so two, okay. So two questions. What, what, have you ever seen a whale in real life? No. Right, because you would studiously avoid. Cause it's, yeah. If you're really, if you're really avoding seeing whales, it's not like you're going to accidentally run into yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Like, whoops! Unless you're watching <laughs> Tourism Nova Scotia. Right, that was the one time. And then the question was, what if his, if her son really wanted to see a whale? Yeah. Would you take him? So the awesome thing about having a kid is there's another person involved. <laughs> they can take them to see the whale. All right. So, 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 so it's hard to imagine like the situation in which like you're like alone and you're with your yeah. son. It's like it's like it's like Armageddon. There's no one around. Yeah. Like all society's collapsed. You're with your son. Like the, and there's like oh, but all that's left in the world is like the aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> and your son and really like, wants to go see the whale. Would you take him? No. Of course not. You know why? Because if an apocalypse happened, the whales would probably be responsible. <laughs> Uh, I think I, I think I'd like to I'd like to end on that on that note of blame, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Shannon Sh Shannon Gerard, ladies and gentlemen. Trampoline Hall was created in Toronto in the 21st century by Sheila Hetty and is hosted by me. This episode's lecture was chosen by Becky Johnson. The podcast is produced by Josh Block. Our theme music was composed by Matt Smith. Our coordinating producer is Kate Bars. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, help us out by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. I am Misha Globerman. Thanks for listening.